I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Dude, good morning to you. Good morning. Good to be here. Good to have you, mate. Would you? Uh... You do sound so sad. <laughs> no, no, we, we, we are. are. We are miserable. Flat, honestly, we're as flat as a tag. <laughs> you should have. Oh, the actually, first you know what? Yeah, what, what, what what's the sort of disappointing loss Nixie gets you in on Monday morning? What, what's the message that gets your boys fired up to go again the next week? Because we need it right here now, um, <laughs> urgently. Well, funnily enough, one of the things that we usually go by is there's always next week. Yeah, you know, that's not going to help us. Really next, week, so. well, next week's in four years. Yeah. There's always 2027. <laughs> it does quite have the same that's ring new, to it, doesn't it? The new campaign. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Now I feel yeah, worse. No, well, I suppose one thing, one way to look at it is going in, were we expected to make the, the semis and have a chance at a, at a World Cup final? Not really. Probably not. Mm. Um, and now we've got a chance to leave with a bronze, which we should because I think we'll beat Sweden. So, I mean, you've got to look at it glass half full, don't you? I like that. I guess the thing, though, to to put it in the Crows' context, we were saying on Monday after the you know yet another gallant defeat, you've had four of them this year. Mm. You've had four defeats by less than a kick where you can hold your heads high, but still you look at the ladder and go, geez, if only one of them went the other way. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So there's a bit of a sort of because last night was a gallant defeat for the Matildas. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think gallant defeats though they suck. How do you? Yeah, a gallant defeat's harder to process than than comprehensive defeats. I think so, because you, if you're down by 40 going into the fourth quarter, which obviously in, in previous years we've had those experiences, you sort of, you've already accepted it, and then you mm. move on from the end of the game, you look, we just got smashed in the contest, defenders didn't defend well, forwards didn't do their job, and then you just move on, like, right, let's scrap that and go, go forward. Whereas the, the close defeats, the moral victories that we used to call them, you sort of get to a point where, Probably two days post game, you're still thinking about that one contest you might have had that <laughs> yeah. could have that could have changed it. And I think the Matildas will be in that same situation where they'll just be thinking about one or two moments that could have changed that game. Um, unfortunately, mm. it's that's sport, and that's why we why we love it and why we hate it. Were yeah. you in the room with when Paul Seedsman announced his retirement uh, yes. yesterday, dude? That yeah. that looked really powerful. Incredibly, yeah. Um, he he's one of the the all time humans of the Adelaide Football Club. Like he was, I think he was here for it was about five five or six years. Mm. He was in Adelaide and. Um, just everyone loved him and everyone, like the way that the boys, that the past players we got on video did like a montage to say like, um, congrats on the retirement. And then a few of the boys got up and spoke. Nixie Cal spoke and everyone just speaks so highly of him because he's such a good human as much as he was an elite footballer, mm. especially that 2021 season. We, we missed him the last two years on field, but especially off field. And, um, to hear how he's been, he's been struggling and, and how openly he could talk about that and talk about concussion with the boys was, was very powerful and wish him and, and Alice all the best in the, their future. Mm. It's a terrible thing. And you've, you've had your, your, your fair share of, of concussions, but it's, it must be something now like, uh, that that almost makes players anxious, or well, not anxious, but well, how do you feel about it? Do you do you think about it a hell of a lot more than than we were a generation or so ago? But, oh, personally, yeah, I do. I think I've been op- fairly open about that. That's part part of the reason I put my hand up um, in the St Kilda game and said I'm not not quite right at mm. the moment. That's Cedo's mm. stuff, and and what I've seen in in other sports was was part of the reason there. And I think players uh, traditionally, it's that. That whole be a warrior, be courageous, you just play through it sort of thing. Now, it's it shifted a little bit, but there is still white line fever where when you cross that line, that adrenaline kicks in, it's hard to, to turn that off. But mm. I think outside of the, the, the white line, there's a lot of thought around it, and that's why we've got increased concussion protocols and everything we're doing to make sure that head trauma isn't impacting lives the way that it negatively can. The other thing, too, for you guys is like, I mean, most AFL players don't make it past 30, 
you know, a lot of them leave the system way before that. Mm. You know, more players leave the system than remain in it. So you got a lot of living to do once footy's over, haven't you? Yeah, well, if you look at it, if, if you if you play 10 years and you live to 90, obviously, that's that's like one-ninth of your life. It's, <laughs> yeah, not, a, yeah. it's not a lot in mm. the end. As much as it's, it's your good years, you're, you're famous, you're getting good money, you're playing footy in front of thousands of people, it's it's the best best time of your life, potentially. Um, if the rest of your 60 years on this planet aren't, aren't spent well and you're in trouble because of the way your head's been impacted by concussion, then it's not really worth it in the end. So it's it's very important that we the, look at the short-term and the long-term effects when it comes to concussion. You've unfortunately become a bit of an, injury, uh, an expert on knee injuries in recent years. Correct. What's Mitch Hinge's knee made out of? Oh, what <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, I was like, oh, no, I've got another rehab, buddy. And then he comes back on his plane. I'm like, oh, yeah, it could be one of those ones, yeah. adrenaline, don't, you know, pop a painkiller, you're good to go. Maybe it's like and Dennis then, Lilly's aluminium bat. Yeah, it could exactly be. I have no idea what you're talking about, but it could be that, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He's a, he's a weapon. I've never seen a knee do that and, it no, and the person not suffer a serious injury. Well, I had similar post my 2019 ACL coming back. The round, it was about two weeks before round one in 2020, mm. just before COVID had hit. And I did very similar hyperextended. And I didn't redo the knee, obviously, but I had probably six weeks hammy and tendon issues and stuff yeah. that I had to recover from. And, and it took me a while to get back. And he's just gone, nah, oh, well, 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 good. I'll train and do what I did and hopefully try and get up this week. And as, if, as if nothing ever happened. It uh, went back all the way. <laughs> it's not meant yeah, to do that. It was, no. we, I didn't want to see it again. It was The replay was on oh, they showed social it media. Times, it was bad. You know what? It felt like divine intervention, you know, to quote Pulp Fiction. It felt like... The little bub just went, you know what? Are you, you saying what happened today was a miracle? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think I think the Lord above went, no, nah, this club's had too much bad luck with these knees. This one's not going. It's just extending miraculously. The Theology Podcast yeah. with uh, Will and Pember. Well, that's the after show. We do that. You get that, did Rod, the, the briefcase. I'm going to shoot him on general principle. <laughs> <laughs> two games, two wins, you play finals. How excited is the club at the moment? Is, everyone, is that the attitude at the moment? Is it genuine excitement? Yeah, definitely. I think I think we've sort of looked at it probably from... Maybe four rounds ago, we went. If if we win every game from here on out, we've got a chance to make finals, and we haven't won every game. But fortunately for us, there is still a chance we make finals. And I think we we play against Sydney. Uh, we 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 play them well, and we know how to play against them. And at Adelaide Oval Saturday night, huge game that could could put us in the in the um, front place for front place first seat for a uh, nice little finals push. In which case, we feel like we can make some noise in the finals. So we've still got to win the two games. It's not going to be a given, but it's exciting, very mm. exciting. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. All the very best, Tom. Thanks Thank for coming you. in. I appreciate it. We should um, spend some more time quoting Pulp Fiction, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, like, and you'll know you my just... name is the law. <laughs> you just lost we'll all the LA breaks. privileges. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can be a bit fraught, that one. <laughs> I was right. David Penberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.